When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. This is the Tuesday, July 27th live show. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And who, Chris, uh, everybody wants to talk about realignment, it feels like. Everybody wants to uh, wants to talk realignment, and that's okay. We'll talk a little bit about that because there has been some news, but not a whole lot. Uh, we've got NFL camps opening up. we got some unexpected faces. We have got uh, Barstool doing their thing. we got the Olympics going on. Lots to discuss before we get started. Go ahead and let you guys know the website, winningcureseverything.com. There is a link in the description. You can go ahead and check that thing out, and, uh, and we would certainly appreciate that. Let me swap the scene back over here. But, uh, but yeah, go ahead and check out winningcureseverything.com. Everywhere you need to be subscribed is right there. Everywhere that you need to follow, the social accounts, all that is right there as well, along with every show or appearance or whatever that we do. So check out the website, and you can always check out the college football show that we do for Sportsbook Review. It is right over there at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Go ahead and check out that site. Again, link in the description, or you can search out on YouTube. We've got two more conference preview videos coming out this week. I believe on Wednesday, we're going to have the Big Ten. On Friday, will be the SEC. You can find it on YouTube. Just search for SBR Picks. Very easy to do. And uh, and those videos are rolling right along. And Chris, you just said the Pac-12 wins over 1,000, I believe. So, yeah. and we're, you know, if you'll subscribe over there as well, we... Uh, uh, we're we're getting closer, but but we want a hundred thousand. So go ahead and knock that out uh, before everything else. Chris, everything going well today? Yeah, man. Let's everything go smooth. So good, good. It's been a it's been a little crazy. Hey, uh, so my three year old today, as all of you have seen him on the show or heard him or whatever, uh, tried to build a a pillow bridge to my coffee table from my couch today. I'm sure that you can imagine how well that went. So he stepped on the bridge. He's got a nice gash right in between his eyeballs. Had to go get uh, stitched up or glued up or whatever. But uh, there's blood all over my carpet and all over my pillows and everything else. So he's fine. Everything's good. He was eating a bag of chips when I talked to him. Like, everything's cool. But, whoo, you want to talk about crazy. Like, uh, we, uh, my wife called me like four times in a row. I mean, it was nuts. Absolutely nuts. So everything's good with that. I'm ready to talk football. Let's start off with the first topic of the day, and that would be Oklahoma and Texas have officially left the Big 12 as of July 1 of 2025, and they have now officially requested 
membership to the SEC as of July 1st, 2025. Now, this is just semantics. It's just going through the process. It is what it is, right? We all knew that this was going to happen, but it is now official. And the SEC released a statement, and it was the whole, you know, Greg Sankey thing of, oh, I, I'm so surprised. Like, this is great that you guys want to join. I had no idea, which is all bull, because this has been going on for six months. Like, it's ridiculous. But uh, now we are talking about, okay, they put in that language of, yeah, we're going to join in 2025. And I just don't believe that there's any chance that they're going to stay in their respective leagues until 2025, right? That's just not going to happen. Uh, what did you say the other day the buyout was? I think like 125, 125 million? Mi- uh, yeah, $125 million a piece. Yeah. So Texas can get out of that by actually doing like the Longhorn Network deal. They can be bought out of the Longhorn Network. There's still $160 million that ESPN would owe them over the life of the contract. That's that's fine. That just means Texas isn't paying it. ESPN's paying it. Correct. But that's irrelevant to the eight teams. They don't care where the alimony check's coming from as long as the alimony check comes in. Yep, you are correct. So it, so do we think that ESPN would pay for Oklahoma as well? Doubt it. Because <laughs> they I, don't have a contract with Oklahoma. Why would they pay for Oklahoma? Yeah, it's like, so now I'm trying to figure out, do you bring in both Oklahoma and Texas at the same time? Or do you bring in Texas as a 15th member two or three years before Oklahoma could actually get there. Oklahoma would come, come up with $125 million. I think you're right. I think you're right. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. Money is nothing at this point if you're going to be making an absurd amount of money with the SEC. And on top of that, ESPN, so the CBS deal runs out in at the end of 2023, I believe. If ESPN wanted to come in, if Texas joins next year, which is – much more plausible today than than I guess we thought it would be yesterday. We thought maybe it'd be a couple of years. But if ESPN wants to go to CBS and try and buy them out of that game of the week for the next however many years, I guess next two seasons, then you could start seeing the ESPN SEC game of the week on ABC starting next season. And then you've got your Texas-Georgia and Texas-Florida, Texas-Alabama, whatever it is, right? You've got these big-time matchups forward that prime slot, which was already a prime slot anyway with the teams that were there. But, yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is moving quickly. Moving very quickly now that the news has come out. The other thing that came up, did you see the article in USA Today about the projections for the league? No. The amount of money that the SEC is projected to bring in with both Oklahoma and Texas as a league member starting in 2024-2025 the SEC as a conference would bring in more money than the NCAA as a whole. The NCAA is projected that season to bring in $1.28 million. The SEC would be $1.32 billion. Like, that's insane. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. I mean, it's, yes. it's the reason, it is the sole reason they're doing all of this. Yes, it is all money. I mean, it's absolutely all money. So, of course... We, we have other things to discuss around the realignment stuff. But, uh, yeah, the this just moves. Is this as quickly as you thought it would move? Like, did you think this was going to happen, like, next year? No, I have no idea about. I didn't really have a feel for how quickly it was going to happen. I'm glad it's happening quickly. But, you know, 
until something new actually happens, we're just saying the same thing every week. Yeah, every that's kind of what it seems like. Kind of what it seems like. Um, but we control that. You yeah. know that, right? Oh yeah. I mean, this is only okay. the second show that I've that I've done, and now we actually have official uh, talking points. But making so. it like Facebook official doesn't change anything. What we what we just talked about today is the exact same thing we talked about the last show. That they're going to request to be out officially. They did that, and the SEC is going to request to be whatever. Like that's that's going to happen. That's what happened. Uh, Matt jumps in on YouTube. He said they have the freedom to join any conference to go eleven and two and lose by thirty in the first round of the playoff. Yeah, that's uh, that's about right. Um, by the way, if anybody wants to jump in, I see the numbers. Uh, there are people watching. If you want to be a part of the show, jump in on the chat. It is right there. Any of these different platforms. You can jump in the chat, and it will populate right there on your screen in the bottom left-hand corner. So if you want to be part of the conversation, you can do that. Help drive the narrative, whatever it is. The Big Ten. Been a lot of talk about what the Big Ten is going to do today. Now, one, I talked about Kevin Warren, what, two, yesterday. I guess it was. Yesterday morning. And I don't believe that Kevin Warren has any kind of a plan, any kind of an idea of what he wants to do. But... Numerous outlets are talking about the possibility of the Big Ten going out to California and grabbing some of the Pac-12 teams. And the ones that are being considered, Oregon, USC, UCLA, Cal, due to academics and whatnot, um, I I don't know what to make of that. I, I mean, 18, 16 feels like a lot for a conference. 18 feels overboard. And then, I mean, we talked the other day about a Pac-12 and Big 12 merger that would be 20. At, at what point, I mean, I know that this is all just, I don't want to say it's TV uh, inventory, but that's kind of what this is turning into, right? It, why, is it even a conference anymore? Like, do you feel like there should be some kind of regional base for these conferences? No, I don't think that necessarily needs to happen. I don't know that you need any. Who who would be there to enforce that? By the way, I don't get like, who would anybody. say you're too far away. You can't do that. I'm just wondering, like, if they brought in USC, like, if to the big okay. team. All right. I just I feel like at least so at least with the SEC, everybody's kind of in this same footprint, right? Texas, Oklahoma, and then over. How, it's all how far southeast. do you think it takes to fly from Austin to, let's say, Gainesville? Wait, what would you guess that is? It's probably the same as it would take to fly from from, from yeah, Austin I don't know, to USC to Nebraska. USC. Yeah, probably the same. But I, I, I okay. mean, but USC to to Rutgers is a different thing. Okay, but all right, yeah, you can get from LA to New York in three hours. Is it three like, hours? Is that, I feel like is that is that oh maybe maybe it's five hours. I don't know. Either it's way, all it's charter. A, yeah, they're not they're not like is that a bridge too far? Is that just we just can't cross that barrier? I mean, I don't suppose so. Like, and recruiting has become national anyway. I just, yeah, you know, you and I both love the sport due to a lot of the regional rivalries and and all that. It's all the traditional stuff, and I understand that all that stuff is going away. Uh, Matt said it's five hours LA to New York. Yeah, um, I just, I wonder. You know, this is. I, I said the other day on the show. I don't know that I like this at all because we are losing some of that that feeling about this sport. Like, this sport was about tradition and pageantry, and every school has a history. Every school has a story behind it. You know, all these teams have done something in their history before, and buying up these properties, everything's a commodity at this point. 
Like, I, I don't know... I don't know what to make of that. That was the difference between college football and the NFL. Like, if we just wanted to watch the best football, we'd just watch the NFL, right? So No, but these are still amateurs. These guys are still not the best in the world. Agreed. But I, Like, they would all get destroyed by the next level. So, so, so just having a separation between, like, there's already a big difference between these teams and, you know, uh, Austin P. Yeah. So now you're just going to have another layer of football. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I just don't get too up in arms in this stuff. Like, I don't care. Like, what I want is I want us, I want it to settle. At some point in time, I want to watch college football. And then I'd like a couple of years to enjoy whatever the hell college football is going to look like without it constantly changing and evolving. That's, that's what I would like. Yeah, that's. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, we, we can't even get settled into whatever the new thing is before it just completely shifts again, right? Like, we, we just, like, this whole Big 12 that was just put together with TCU and whatnot was just put together, you know, not even a decade ago. So, I mean, we, we've had 10 years to be able to get acclimated to this, and now we're shifting again. Like, Missouri and Texas A&M it still don't really fully feel like SEC members, Right. So no, how long I disagree gonna, with that completely. I think they both are have have. I think A and M is entrenched into the fold. I, I, how's Missouri not? Missouri it's, made I, it to the SEC title their first three years of the damn conference. I don't know. It just it's a feeling. That's I don't a know you what problem, it is. man. That's a that's oh. not anybody else. That's a that's a Gary problem. There's a lot of things in this world that are Gary problems that aren't anybody else's problems, and a lot of them have to do with college football. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm so confused uh mac uh let's see mckinnon sorry howdy gents and i'm not sure how these conferences would come together and laws involving monopolies couldn't come into play or wouldn't come into play that's i mean that is an interesting point like how 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 do we govern this like if we're talking about moving away from the ncaa what what gets governed what's like what is the regulation to this I, I don't even know that there could be, right? I mean, we're talking about academic institutions. It, do monopolies even exist with something like this? Uh, how, what is he worried about a monopoly? Well, no, he's saying, like, like it, you can't, like, the bigger conferences can't just buy up all the smaller conferences, but, I, I mean, I think they could. Hey, but that's not a monopoly. Like, nobody would have a, a monopoly as complete control over something. All right. The SEC is not going to have complete control over it. They're not even going to have 50% control, much less 51%, which is controlling factors. They're going to have 16 teams. Yeah. Uh, Matt jumped in and said it's going to be the SEC and the NCAA as two different organizations. Uh, I did have, so I've got a buddy that works in uh, an athletic department at a G5 school that told me that he thinks that we are rapidly approaching two gigantic super leagues of like 20 teams each and those are going to be the two big contracts and then everybody else is just whatever so i, mean, we'll, I, I we'll still see. i still think the the people in charge of college football aren't going to allow that but you, I, I could be wrong i could be wrong i think they're not going to allow that i think they're going to make sure that that there's more than just two yeah. i think there's a world where they're going to force the hand to make sure there's there's four or five uh, Ryan jumped in. He's Ryan McCracken said, why would Texas know you moved to the SEC to be sixth and seventh fiddle? Uh, well, the easy answer there is currently in the Big 12 contract. They were making around $35, 36000000 million a year. 
And with this new SEC deal, uh, how much they would be worth would be over, uh, well over sixty million a year. And yeah, I was about to say it's almost seventy. Yeah. yeah, so double the money. That's the way it goes. Uh, McKinnon said, "I mean, like one conference or group of schools controlling the majority of money in college football, or something along those lines." I mean, they they kind of already do that. Like it's it's kind of already the SEC and the Big Ten. It's just going to be an even bigger divide. So I mean, it, when when Memphis football gets seven million dollars a year off of TV rights for theirs, and uh, LSU and Ole Miss and what SEC schools get fifty million. I mean, there's forty three million dollar difference. But control. He, he, he just. McKinnon's not understanding what what actual like monopoly laws have to do with anything. Okay, controlling the majority of the money doesn't doesn't change anything. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like you have Amazon to actually and, have control of the product, and they don't. They don't. Right. Amazon, Google, all that. Like they they don't technically have control of the product, although they are the wealthiest companies in the world. So, uh, same same thing. Matt said soon it'll be the SEC is going to compete the NFL. No, that's not happening. That's not happening, my friend. Uh, speaking of the NFL, why don't we go ahead and talk about that? Aaron Rodgers is in camp. I mean, we just talked on yesterday morning's show about sportsbooks believing that he was going to retire this week, and now he is in camp, and he is ready to roll. I'm kind of confused, and right after Aaron Rodgers, we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson and what's going on there, but uh, Rodgers in camp. Like, did this shock you as much as it shocked me well not not the reason nothing shocks me is because we know this is going to happen two three days beforehand four days ago he was going to retire but two days ago he was 100 percent coming back and everybody knew that well so so when he shows up i'm not shocked at all because the newest information is exactly what happened yeah i i was i was shocked because this entire offseason it has felt like he just did not want to be involved. However, uh, with Green Bay, there were concessions that they made in order to talk him back into it, right? Like they're going to uh, talk about his deal or possibly trade him after this season. Like basically, it's it's the last dance Green Bay Packer style, right? I, I think that's how this looks to be shaping up. Is that how you feel it is? I think that's an insane comparison. Yeah, people people keep making that all over the internet. You're talking about a team that won five NBA titles, a guy that won five NBA titles in a row. Yes. Yeah, he set out two seasons in the middle of that, but the five years that he played in that last season, he knew everything's getting blown up after this. We're comparing Aaron Rodgers and his one playoff win in the last three years to that. What are we talking about? Agreed, agreed. I I will agree with you on that. Uh, I think Come the terminology on. is is the thing. God, we're just so quick to crown people kings of shit, and it's so stupid. Well, this I, guy's I won Super Bowl in his 17 years of playing. Please get off my jock on how great Aaron Rodgers is. He's not very, very good at football. Jordan. Let me tell you my biggest problem about this, and let me tell you why it okay. doesn't surprise me that Aaron Rodgers showed up today. Okay? My... I, it doesn't surprise me that he showed up today because Aaron Rodgers is a diva. He did all this shit in the offseason to do nothing but stir up drama and make sure that everybody brought his name up every day, that all the sports media icons could not go a day worth of TV without talking about him. You might be right. He had no ambition to quit. He had no ambition to sit on the sidelines. I should have seen this because the dude is a diva. 
He cares about Aaron Rodgers, and he wants everybody to talk about his name and to know his name. And it's it. And he sits back and he says very little. He looks cool in his t-shirts and his sunglasses, and he tries to, you know, he's grown his hair back and it's all greasy, and he just tries to look like a bum that sleeps on the beach. Let's not get it wrong here, okay? This is a guy worth a gazillion dollars, and he likes having that much power and control. And he sits back and he just tries to play chill. There's nothing chill about him. Nothing at all. He's the least egoing person in the world. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, so the, the restructured deal for Rodgers, by the way, is uh, basically the Packers get their franchise quarterback and Rodgers gets the 2023 season off of his current deal. Like, it basically, they removed a season. But yeah. there were other things involved here between... Uh, Gunta Kunst and and Rogers, where you know we're gonna figure it out. If if you still don't like the way things are run after the season, then we'll ship you out. Like we'll we'll move you, and he'll only have one year left on a deal. So wherever he goes after that, um, let's see. It's Ed Schefter's final tweet on the subject said that Rogers has secured quote the freedom to decide where he wants to play in 2022. But uh, Pro Football Talk said. He hasn't really secured that. The contract still runs through 2022. His freedom is in 2023 unless the Green Bay Packers choose to give it to him before then. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's strange. It's a very, very strange. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up is Deshaun Watson came to camp. And there's still nothing about the NFL doing anything with Deshaun Watson. Apparently now Houston is okay with trading him. I, I so I've got opinions on this, and I've read a couple of different other people's things. These are not my thoughts. Go ahead. Well, before you before you dive in, before you dive in, put the notes out there. He now has ten criminal charges against him, twenty four accusations, and the NFL has done nothing. So no, you no, go no. ahead and jump those in. ten those ten charges. They they haven't they haven't they haven't officially a charge like he's not he hasn't been arrested. You have to be arrested to be charged. Scary. He has ten criminal claims against him. Claims, not charges. But you, you're right. Thank but you, you for can't doing that. Char- to charge somebody means you've been arrested, you've bred your Miranda rights, and you've been officially told in writing what you're being charged with, what crimes you're being charged with, and that is still zero. So this is something new that I haven't heard. The reason none of these cases have been settled, and the reason these people are starting to try to go after him criminally is because his attorneys are wanting to make sure after the settlements, there are zero non-disclosure agreements. They're free to talk about them anytime they want. Now, usually the man writing the check is the one that wants the non-disclosure. Okay. Right. And the victims want the ability to say, um, you know, no, I, I should have the right to tell my story. This is the other way around it. The way I read it now, understand that I have severe dyslexia. I don't read very well, but the way I understood what I was trying to read is, is his attorney said they are, they have not settled any cases solely for the purpose that the other, the, the plaintiff's attorneys, the, the victim's attorneys are, will not do any settlement without non-disclosure agreements. And he says, Watson wants the ability to speak freely about how much he had to pay what actually happened in all of these situations. He wants to be able to tell his side of all of these stories. And the fact that the victims won't let him now moves the needle pretty big in the side of public opinion on him. 
I don't think that part of the story is being reported very well because I only saw it one place. I, I don't even, and I saw it literally like sitting stopped waiting on my truck to be loaded this morning. And I, 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 I wouldn't be able to reference it or anything right now. That's a problem. Yeah. That, that should have made all over sports news, just like all the acute accusations made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so attorney Tony Busby, who represents the 22 women that are suing Watson, uh, provided a statement to ESPN on Monday. said, as of today, half of these women have given sworn statements to the police and almost half have spoken to the NFL's investigative team. Both processes are very lengthy. We expect to provide further information to the NFL from all victims. Um, Rusty Harden reiterated that any settlement could not include, uh, include a confidentiality provision, which is what you were talking about. Uh, I, I mean, this is... That's this crazy. So Usually it's the person stroking the check that wants the yeah. confidentiality agreement in there. I mean, this is this is strange. This Why is very would strange. you as the victim have a problem with them? I, I, I guess they're asking for so much money that they don't want it to be public how much they're getting. And or or maybe how they're little. afraid that'll make it like. I mean, it may, if it's if no, because if you got if you got almost nothing and you settled, I think people, I think the like the victimhood mentality that everyone loves and goes after in this country would just ramp that up for them. Yeah, you might be right about that. No, I don't know. No, if if they got if they got ten bucks a piece, like it would en- enrage people, right? And yeah. that would make them feel sorry for him, and it would make all the people that hate Watson want to come after him even more. No, no, no. I, I think it's because the number is so big. I think they're embarrassed that it's going to make them look like they're just doing this for money. Now I'm not, I'm not saying what I think I don't, cause I don't know. I wish there was more evidence. I wish there was more. My f- opinion I think is still exact same as it's always been. There's zero doubt with this many accusers, all of them are telling the truth. There's also zero doubt in my mind with this many accusers that all of them are lying. It's just, it's just not possible. He, yeah. I don't think he did this to 22 women. But I also think that the the idea that he didn't do it to any of them is impossible. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, it's a, it's such a strange because it, you know I'm not exactly the uh, the believe all women guy, right? Like I believe in facts. I just I, we hadn't seen the facts. We hadn't seen anything come out about this. Uh, looking at it from a football perspective, with all this stuff that's going on, would you would like if you were the GM of of any team? Yes, I trade for him right now. I, okay. I I think the reason we haven't heard anything from the league by now is clear. We don't have enough to do anything. They've penalized people with far less evidence. Yeah. Is and I don't Elliott, think there's any way you could trade for him and then 3 months later or a month later when games start or whatever, like the league then step in and say, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. We got to do something." The fact that they haven't done anything by now is their answer but they're not going to have a press conference to bring attention to this they're not going to step out and say we've reviewed the evidence and we're not punishing him because that would only make them look like fools if something bad happens yeah that's true but unless new information comes out i think the league has given their answer we're not doing anything if i was any of these teams out here i'd go get him i'd go get him right now tomorrow yeah yeah i think not not, would i I pay the five draft picks that they want you know, are five assets that they want, you know, with three of them allegedly being first-round picks, I, I don't think I would do that. No, there's no chance I'd do that. No chance. I, I think the asking price is, is kind of just ridiculous, and I wonder if Houston is setting that so that 
hey, you got to play for us or or just not play, period. Like, you're going to get fined. I think Houston would rather get the assets than have an, a disgruntled guy, though. Yeah, but, but they want a ton of assets, right? No, no, no. Like, but I'm just telling you – so the the reports from the same people that, that I listened to – God, I wish I could quote them or tell you who they were. I've listened to so many different people. Um, also talked about how the whole thing about him wanting a, a trade all happened around him wanting to go to Miami. Like, that was just it. Like, he just wants to be in Miami. He likes the way they're building. He likes their assets. He wants to live in Florida. He doesn't want to pay state income taxes. He lives in a state now where he doesn't have to. So if he moves somewhere else, and he's got to pay 9% or whatever state income tax is and most of all these other places. Like, that's that's a lot of money to him. Um and and so I'm thinking this was the this past year was the perfect time to do that because Miami had two first round picks. Then they've got two they can throw in there. So basically you get three first rounders. And and that would have been a, a way to make the deal done. But now that they've already selected those guys, if you're Houston, you don't want them. Now now you're in a tougher spot, you know, because now are they going to give you two more first round picks and two? And that's going to be a hard thing to come up with. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, let me. But I let think me, that's the price. Yeah, I mean, and that's a that's an astronomical price, but I mean, it could be worth it. I mean, you get a guy that's as proven as that, and if he if he's done nothing wrong, then okay, like then we go from there. I do want to jump into the chat because it has gone a little crazy. Uh, Jackson Carter, Larry Pilgrim. Uh, a lot of guys, uh, let's see, Matt Miller's in here. Uh, he he said, uh, as a Broncos fan, we should trade for him, but we won't. And then these guys are talking about all the NCAA stuff. Uh, can the other com- uh, conferences put a stop to playoff expansion? Uh, they can, but they won't because there's too much money involved. Uh, let's see. Did it, uh, Matt Miller talking about Aaron Rodgers. The deal makes no sense. I have a feeling this season's going to be awkward and is a bad one for the Packers. I mean, it could have been bad anyway because the schedule gets more difficult. So, uh, Jackson Carter uh, are you for or against expanding the playoffs? And Jackson said he's against. Uh, Larry, um, you know, asked if his team is a blue blood. Jackson thinks that four teams is enough, six max. I, I mean, are there more than four teams that are capable of winning a national championship? No. But expanding it, I don't think that's an issue. So they were, they're talking about uh, just wondering, plus I think it would stop expansion. OU and Texas would not leave if the playoffs were only four or six teams. And, and I don't buy that because there's too much money involved when you're not making the playoff. Um, power grab to stomp out smaller programs is what's happening, and that's that's 100% what it is. And, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, all of this stuff about, you know, uh, Larry said hearing rumors of tech companies owning streaming services may get involved. Wouldn't doubt it. Amazon definitely, Netflix, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. Uh, let me, let me kind of pivot that to what I was going to talk about next. Because they, they bring up streaming, and I think this is a massive thing that we're going to have to talk about. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Barstool has secured the naming rights and the broadcast rights to their own bowl game. Now, partially, I think that this all has to do with the fact that nobody will broadcast the Barstool Bowl, right? ESPN, they handle most of these bowl games. But now it's the Arizona Bowl that was broadcast by CBS. CBS don't want to be in bed with Barstool, and I get that. So now Barstool is going to stream their own college football bowl game. Now this is a Mac and Mountain West game that happens this year. It's scheduled for December 31st. I will guarantee you that Google and Amazon and Netflix and Apple and blah, 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 blah are all going to be watching to see what the streaming numbers look like, to see how many people are engaged with this, because these are going to be two smaller teams. But I think that this is going to be a massive, massive deal, not just for Barstool, but for college football as a whole, because this is going to open the doors for a lot of these. Now, Facebook has done stuff in the past with uh, Sunbelt teams and Conference USA and whatnot. NFL Network has been doing uh, Conference USA games. Like, the streaming aspect of it, to see whether or not anybody's going to sit down and watch an entire three-hour football game is going to be interesting. Uh, what what were your thoughts when uh, when you heard about this, or or have you even heard about this? No, yeah, I knew about it. it I, I'm curious to see how it goes. I'm curious to see the quality of the stream. Um, I'm curious to see how many ca- like most people don't pay attention to the odds and ends of what actually it takes to watch a game on TV. Okay. Yeah. How many cameras do you have? Who are they going to get to call the game? Because if this is Portnor and Big Cat, it's not going to be good. I love those guys. <laughs> that like that's not going to be inter. It might be entertaining for a little bit. The problem is, is they're not professionals. They're not used to doing this. You need somebody who can do this for three to four hours straight because that's how long college football games last. Okay. Yeah. Like you can have. 20 minutes or 10 minutes where Portnoy comes in a big cat comes in and bring different guys throughout the broadcast into the booth to kind of shoot the shit. That's fine. But yeah, but they, they better find now they've got the money and they've got the influence, I think, and they've got the relationship with guys to, to be able to, to pull this off. I think they'll do well, but what, like, like I said, a lot of people aren't thinking about like, I don't know what it costs to, not just sponsor a game, but now, now you've got to bring in cameras and now yeah. you've got to make sure you've got enough views. And does the NCAA or whoever's putting on the football game, because it's not the NCAA, have any regulations because plays are reviewable? So you have to have so much camera footage and so good quality of cameras to where you can see everything. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be nuts. They are going to. Have I'm to very really... curious how entertaining it is. The entertainment part is what I'm worried about. The watchability part is what I'm worried about. Yeah. So so that along with the idea here that this is not just going to be like on the Barstool website. This is going to be on all of their different streaming platforms. You know, right now we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, whatever, Twitch, etc. Barstool is putting this on all of them on their yep. channel. So. You are going to grab from everywhere. In the past, it's been Facebook did their own thing. 
or Amazon is doing NFL, you know, Thursday Night Football. This is everywhere. If you can get to a point where there is a an ESPN or whoever that allows streaming of these games across the board, the amount of advertising dollars is infinite. I mean, just ridiculous. Uh, Michael Fritz said maybe they add some of their sportsbook stuff to the broadcast. Yes, 100%. The whole reason why they were doing Arizona is Arizona is, is starting sports gambling this fall. And that is going to be a big, big market for Barstool Sportsbook. You know, pin gaming, that, that's a market that they want to be involved in heavily. And that, that's why they're doing this. Um, Larry yeah. said small markets are bigger than people think. Yes, Yes, 100%. Like, it, you oh, get, yes. You get a bunch of small markets together, all of a sudden, you have a major market. Like, that's the way that this thing goes. I'm, I'm so curious how this is going to look at the end of the day. I, it, it just surprised me. It looks insane. Uh, I hope they do well. I hope they do a good job. This is what I don't want them to do, is to put a lot of money into hype and not a lot of money into substance. The, uh, the bowl game deal was facilitated by sponsorship agency Impression Sports, which is a play-of-fly sports company. Uh, they also facilitated title sponsorship deals for uh, the Gasparilla Bowl, the Tangerine Bowl, which is now the Cheez-It Bowl, and the Sun Bowl, which is now currently called the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, uh, after Frosted Flakes took the title spot. So this is a, a creative way of going about it, and I think that this is a smart way for college sports, college football, et cetera, for these bowl games to become somewhat relevant. Well, like, yeah, we had last year. I don't remember how many bowl games we ended up having that had no sponsorship. Oh, it was, it was a lot. Yeah, I mean, there, there was a ton last year. But it was it, a significant number. And now, I mean, you do something like this, it's interesting. Uh, there was the question, of course, about whether or not gambling uh, for a college bowl game was going to be frowned upon and whatnot. But, I mean, the University of Colorado signed a five-year, $1.6 million deal with PointsBet last year. Like, I was just about to say a lot of these people are about to get in bed with gambling. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a massive thing. Uh, let's see. Larry said, exactly, Chris. ESPN isn't going to like the competition. Uh, he said, let's keep programs relevant. Hopefully, Barstool Sportsbook comes to New Orleans. Hey, I'd be down. Uh, we got to get Louisiana on board. But they, they got, hey, do you see all this? They got a new board going in. Like, it looks like we're going to get sportsbooks and whatnot in Louisiana. I've got kind of stoked about it. Imagine the, pro- the problem is Louisiana might be doing the same thing Mississippi's doing, which is their local casinos are dying. Yeah, and so they're going to add sports books to it, but they're not going to do the mobile stuff because they don't. They want the sports book to bring people in, not sit at home and gamble because they don't make enough money off the sit at home and gamble, folks. Yep, no, you're right. They you want you coming correct. in. They want your wife or your your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or whatever to be feeding the machines, feeding the slot machine while you're, while the you're watching poker. the games. Yeah. Now, you're right. You're right. Uh, we'll close out with this. The Olympics. So, I guess the, the biggest topic is Simone Biles pulled herself out of the USA team competition in gymnastics today. And, you know, of course, the first thought is, okay, she's got to be injured. Nope, wasn't injured. It was a, a mental health thing. She was not performing well. She pulled herself out because she couldn't get in the game. She came out and to her credit during the press conference explained I like everything's been stressful I was not myself I wasn't performing well you know I don't know what's going on I just I couldn't do it and we've seen a lot of this like Naomi Osaka uh, did this like she couldn't do 
press conferences, so she got pulled from Wimbledon because it's a requirement to do the press conferences because she didn't want to talk to anybody. She just wanted to play. She she got pulled from the French Open as well. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm curious about this because my thought was this is what you train for. You've done this before, but I also am understanding because I, I, I get the mental health aspect of this. But it seems like this would be the spot for you to show up and perform for your teammates, right? Like how I don't know I don't know what to think of this like I have like, a lot of feelings about this. They're they're very mixed and they're very battled. That's where like, I am. Like I and I think everybody is. Like you can't you can't address this issue or topic in 3 minutes on a on an internet show. Uh it's just too big for that. But but your broad points are is mental health is serious and and all of these professional athletes and olympic athletes all go through it they sign up for something that is basically torturous from the time they're i don't know six seven ten they they commit their entire lives to this thing and gymnastics is probably the worst of all of them on what these girls end up having to do with their bodies okay you you do all that all during like a a massive time where for 20 years we let this monster molest girls. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're getting, you're getting molested and you're torturing your body and you're going through all these crazy things. There's no doubt. Also, we've talked about this in the past to be that competitive as competitive as she is. There's no doubt. You're not mentally stable. Like you're not a mentally normal, healthy person because mentally normal healthy people wouldn't sacrifice what you have sacrificed to be as great as you are okay so i understand that and i know that that's there some of the issues i have are just a i know with with mental illness because i i you know we talk about this you know i deal with my own issues i don't deal with my own shit and and sometimes you're fine and sometimes you're not and when times you're not it it probably is the best thing to just say fuck it i'm out yeah but but then there's also times where is it better for me to grind through this and to gruel through this and people are kind of, i so the part the hard part that i'm dealing with the struggle that i have on the negative side which is where you know a lot of people would come and attack me on this is just a month ago she was doing some type of gymnastics performance i don't know if it was olympic trials or whatever and she wore her little leotard outfit she had little little diamond or whatever sequence goats all over it. She embraces the fact that she's the greatest of all time. And she is. She absolutely is. She's 24 years old, and the rest of these girls are like 15, 17, okay? Yeah. Like, I, I understand that there's a part where you want to throw your hands up and say, I want to go out and have a beard night. I'm done. I don't want to hang out with these teenage girls. I get that. And I don't want to do this thing that I have to do that that puts my body through craziness. I get that. I also understand the fact that just a couple of months ago, you were embracing the fact that I'm the GOAT and you were cocky about it. And you were the big swinging dick in the room saying, "I look at me, I'm going to lead us to gold. And when it didn't go right for you, I feel like there's something there where you need to stay and take your ass whooping. You know? Yeah. Like, like I think of Tom because Tom is my guy, all right? For those Tom's that are watching lost, for the first time, this is Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. Tom's lost a couple of Super Bowls, okay? He he quit when they got hard. There's some of those where, where you know, 
once the game was over, it would have been easy to not, you know, stick around and not finish the game out and just send Garoppolo in or one of the other guys in. And no, he just you just got to stick around. You got to take your ass whooping. I mean, okay? we, we absolutely kill basketball players for leaving the bench early in a blowout. Yeah. We, we kill football players for doing the same thing. They go to the locker room before you get to shake hands, all that kind of stuff. Like, and she, don't get me wrong, like, she was back out there uh, in her street clothes, like, cheering the girls on, but I don't know. It just, it, it's, it's a, comp- it's a complicated issue. Yeah. Only because she embraces this F you, I'm the greatest mentality. And then when it seems to go off the rails, walks away completely. That's the part I had a problem with. And I know that's, you know, I'm, I'm a gigantic person that is, taking care of myself least of, of anyone I've ever met in my life and I'm criticizing this woman who's accomplished more than I'll ever accomplish in a hundred lifetimes living the way I've lived it's just it's strange to me it's conflicting and if it's so frustrating for you and you got to walk away that's fine but then you're going to come back tomorrow and you're going to compete tomorrow I think and it, you're going to do Thursday? all the end of I think whenever, it's, whenever it is, whenever. That, that's that. It kind of makes it must watch for me because I want to see what she's going to do. Like you're, you're going to quit on the team, but you'll come back for the individual. So that's that's the thing that's weird. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. the part that I think everybody that has an issue with it, I think that's the part that gives them the issue. I think that's the part that says because if you really were unhealthy, you know, walk away. And everybody understands that. But like I said, the reason this is a complicated thing for us to try to all understand and digest, I you worked your entire life to get to another Olympic. You've worked the last five years to get to another Olympics. Okay. Competing and winning is a big deal. And so if you have a chance to still compete and to still win other events, you're going to take it. Because you're never getting this opportunity again. Because you're not coming back at 25, uh, 27 years old. It ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're 100 right. I mean, so what this, is she now? It's, it's a complicated. Like, it's a complicated thing. It's a very, very, very complicated thing. Um, I hate that she struggled, and I hate that that she she stepped out. Yeah, I hate that. But we'll see what she does on Thursday. I mean, who knows? Uh, the the ratings. How much of this have you watched? I watched a lot. I watched a lot of the Olympics. I turned it on for one night for about an hour, and I I don't know what it is about right now. I I cannot get into it. I have tried, and I have no idea. And I'm apparently I'm not the only one because the ratings are the lowest that they have ever been in the United States for this Olympics. So I don't know what that is. Um, at some point in time, Gary, we have to stop saying that. For the last year and a half, the ratings for everything have been lower than they've ever been. So what what are we gonna read? When are we gonna reconfigure configure our 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 like our new baseline for? Because we gotta stop. We can't keep using 2019 and before stats for television because television doesn't look anything like television looks today. Yeah, I. Everything that we've watched, Super Bowls, Monday Night Football, uh, college football, college football championships, baseball, basketball, everything 
yeah. is substantially, substantially smaller now than it was in 2019. Hey, Matt Miller and Michael Fritch both jumped in. They said, no fan sucks. And, and he said, watching sports without fans throws me off. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, that could be a big part of it. I, I don't know what exactly, like on a personal level, like forget ratings, forget whatever. On a personal level, like I've typically, you know, gotten involved in this. I've I've watched more of it than what I am currently doing. And, and I don't know if, it, I don't think it's the time change. I don't think it's that, you know, it's typically when the Olympics are on, that's the channel that the TV goes to, and I don't know what the difference is. You're choosing to watch something else. That's the difference, Gary. Well, no, I'm, you're I'm not still even... at home. You're still on the couch. You're still doing the exact same thing. Well, no, I'm not. You're just not choosing to turn the channel on something else. Uh, yeah, but but why am I doing that? Like, I don't know. I can't speak for it. But a lot of people are because that's the world we live in now. Yeah, that's the new normal. Uh, there's more so, entertainment options for sure. So for so for us to continue to use old data and compare new data to that, I mean that would be like when you bring up Vault Hemingway being the best coach in in in, in Ole Miss history. Like yeah. Johnny, who Vaught, the hell yeah. was alive to see him? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows what you're talking soul. about right now outside <laughs> of the fact that the place is named after him. Please stop. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. You can't make those comparisons. <laughs> Uh, Matt Miller said, also, pride in the country is probably at an all-time low in this modern era. Uh, and Larry said, true, I'm here watching these guys, not the Olympics. Uh, and Michael said, I admit for me personally, no fans and all the politics turns me off. It sucks, but that's just me. And and maybe that's it. I mean, I, I just, it it's, stuff doesn't feel the same in the past, like, year and a half. And I think that's a big, big part of it. So, I don't know. I, I like these sports. I like watching these sports. And they're only on my TV every four years or five years now. So, so I'm gonna watch. I'm yeah. I'm gonna watch. I sat up the other night and I watched. You know, my my daughter and I watch all the swimming. She swims. She likes swimming. She's getting into liking gymnastics. Ain't no way in hell I'm taking her to do gymnastics, but that's fine. <laughs> um, like, uh, like we'll, we we are watching. And if she wasn't around, I would still be watching because I actually I enjoy it. I find this to be entertaining and I like it. And I I'm you know. I could pause the season of Dexter that I'm going through and get back in it when the Olympics are over. Yeah. Like the nice thing about all the stuff that people are watching right now, instead of the Olympics, they can stop that shit if they want it. Yeah. It's and it's not still live. going to be there waiting on them when the Olympics are over in 10 days. Now you're, you're hundred percent right. I'm hoping that I can get into it before, you know, this whole thing is done and whatnot, because I, I do tend to enjoy them. I just, I, I have not been able to get into it for whatever reason. It's so, really funny that like your phrasing of this is 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 boggling my mind. You're a grown up. You can do anything you want. You make your decisions and you're hoping that you can do it. You're hoping that you can do this thing that you control. Well, but here's the thing. Like I I want to I it, it it's not a ratings thing. It's not a whatever thing. It's it's I I want that feeling that I used to get when I would watch the Olympics. You know, I and can't, I'd be cheering I can't, for the I can't help States. that. And, and, and you're, you're, I don't know now, you're now almost 40, and so your give a damn for a lot of things has changed. I can't help that. I don't, no, I don't know what to tell you on that issue. You are but correct. Th- this is, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell my wife and my kid. I do not take care of myself. Or they try to take care of themselves. They, who I, they want me to buy them Apple Watches so they can count their steps, okay, because they want to walk more. And my argument to them is the same thing I'm going to say to you. If you want to walk more, walk more you control that the thing on your arm doesn't control that you want to watch this turn the damn thing on you're the only <laughs> one that controls that 
Yeah. Like, yeah. If you want to do it, do it. I'm at an age where I could do what I want. You're almost 40, Gary. Do whatever the hell you, makes you happy. That's it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Uh, Matt said uh, about Simone Biles, she can step away and keep her image rather than performing poorly and it hurting that image. It's a lot of weight I don't weight know that her. performing poorly would hurt her image. I really don't. No. We've seen great players lose before, and it doesn't kill them at all. Exactly. Does anybody remember the Georgia years in Washington? Yep. No. No, we all saw it. Guess what? We tuned it out of our brain. Like 100%. I, I, I don't think that would hurt her image. It might hurt her image for five seconds. It, but it, might, it might hurt her, her pride. In like the pantheon of, of gymnastics in the Olympics, it, it'll be forgotten before the next Olympics happens. Exactly. Matt Miller said uh, most Olympic sports are kind of boring. Uh, also, professionals kind of ruin it as well. I like the amateurs. I, Man, I, don't have a I really with do, too. I wish I, I had the argument with Gary and, and the guys from yep. Westlot that we're friends with. The big team sports, the, the baseball, the basketball, the hockey, I, I really do wish they still used uh, – uh, uh, college players for it and it's not it's not i don't care about the amateurism i know if you take all these if you took a bunch of those guys that played in the college world series and sent them over to play in this they would care a hell of a lot more than any major leaguer would ever care yes a hundred percent they're gonna care a whole lot more i promise you if you take the best college basketball players that are not going into this nba draft not even the best from this past year and you send them they are going to care so much more than all those rich bastards care right now. Yeah, now you're you're right about that. You are right I about that. I don't care if we lose. I just want them to want to be there and to try hard. I think I think that's the biggest thing about a lot of this. Like I think a lot of a lot of these athletes that are over there right now don't care. Like I, Kevin maybe Durant that's a- is one of the best players in the world, and he just got worked multiple games leading up to this thing. And I'm thinking. The only way that's happening is because you're allowing it to happen. All right. Yes. yes. These guys can't beat you. You're letting them beat you because you just don't care. <laughs> oh, that part bothers. Yeah, me. it's it's pretty annoying. It's pretty annoying. All right, you ready to get out of here? Get out of here. Is there anything else we need to hit? Nope. Go away. I don't see any. <laughs> go away. <laughs> Uh, Michael said, always entertaining. Thanks for the show, fellas. Giggum. Hey, giggum indeed. Roll Tide. Go Tigers. All that good stuff. We will jump out of here. Um, you guys have been fantastic. We appreciate everybody that jumped into the comments. You guys were lively today, and we appreciate that. So we will continue on. Uh, we are getting close to August, and August is football month. We are ready to rock and roll NFL preseason, college football at the end of the month. So go ahead. If you have not already, like the video, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast. All that good stuff, because all of this stuff's on the podcast as well. So double-check it, all that good stuff. Subscribe where you need to subscribe, and head over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF and sbrpicks on YouTube, and check out our college football content over there. Uh, With that said, we will see. Oh, yeah, Michael said uh, five stars on the podcast. Yes, yes, put reviews on the podcast. We will read them on the show. Like Uh, the video. Yes, like the video. We got like nine million comments from a bunch of you guys and only three likes, and I'm two of them. (laughs) Yes, like the video. We appreciate that. All right, we're getting out of here. Uh, You guys take care of yourself, take care of each other, and hopefully all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at ChrisBGiannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.